time management. Um, I don't think it's a secret. You're better at time management than I am. <laughs> and grocery shopping. <laughs> and grocery shopping too. <laughs> Check, asshole. But what are my strengths, right? So I can capitalize on them. Do I really need to try to get better at X, Y, Z? Okay. If I'm already so great at this one thing, you know, why not exercise your strengths? Hello, ladies, and welcome back to the podcast. So this is it. We made it. This is our one year anniversary. Today is technically November 9th and the anniversary is 11-11. But this episode is the episode that will mark my one year episode anniversary. And I fucking cannot believe it. I want to start with a, I didn't even write anything down. I didn't even write notes. I don't usually write down a lot of things for the podcast. I just usually kind of like jot down a couple of key points to kind of guide me in case I lose my place. But usually I just riff. Um, And that's kind of like my pre-recording ritual. And I don't most of the time even look at the notes. But this time I didn't even do that. This time I am just showing up in a space, feeling empowered, about myself and had a pretty good day today, a realization about myself. And I really wanted to step in and celebrate myself. And I decided that today was a day and the moment was right now to just hop on and to record this intro for this podcast for today, for this anniversary and to celebrate my fucking self. And immediately following the celebration of myself, I want to celebrate each and every single one of you who have ever reached out, who have ever sent me words of encouragement, that have ever talked to me, that have ever supported me, that have ever commented, liked, shared, left a review, talked to a friend, downloaded my journal guide, anything that I'm missing. Like I want to thank each and every single one of you who support me every week, that listen to the podcast every week. I just can't even believe that we're here. And when I reflect back on this, I mean, this podcast has just saved me in so many ways and has helped me grow in so many different ways. And I had an amazing call today. I don't even want to give it away. It was a podcast interview that'll be on the podcast in a couple of or a couple of weeks. And I felt really, really inspired from it. And I had so many ahas. And that call was so powerful. And I was like, this is what I want to do. This is it. Like, I want to bring and help anyone, one person, half a person, five people to just share these conversations because nothing makes me happier. Nothing lights me up more. So from the bottom of my heart, I just want to say thank you for all the support over the last year. It has been fucking wild. Um, The majority of this podcast has been filmed and filmed recorded in quarantine and my life drastically has changed more than it probably would have otherwise. I know that I would have been sitting here saying that anyway, but we all know that this quantum leaped over this last year with everything that's been going on. And I hope in some way that me getting on here and just being so fucking brutally honest with you guys has helped you even for that minute, that second, that moment of that day, navigate whatever your story is during this quarantine and during this transition in life. And I really just believe that this is just a transitional moment for humans and our existence in general. I have to believe that. 
we're all contributing to that and moving towards that goal and that when things are really hard and dark like they are and uncomfortable like they are it's because we're letting go of the things that no longer serve us so we can step into that new phase and obviously that's very much correlated to how I feel in the journey that I'm in right now transitioning from one phase of my life to another phase of my life not to mention I'll be transitioning decades in February from one decade to another decade. So I am at an extreme pivotal point in my life on just transition. So just wanted to say thank you so much for listening and support and reach out and let's celebrate together this week. I want to hear from you guys. DM me, message me, comment me, email me, however you communicate with me, text me, whatever that is. I want to hear from you guys this week and I want to celebrate us getting this far and hitting this point. And you guys know 11 is my favorite day and 11-11 is the true anniversary. Let's support each other and put some real magic of the 11-11 out into the world. You know, like when you were a kid and it was 11-11 and people would say, oh, make a wish. Let's do that and support each other like that this Wednesday or whatever day. Please message me any day. But anyway, today episode is one with my husband because speaking of supporters he has been my biggest supporter my biggest fan and I know I don't talk about him a lot on the podcast I don't talk about our marriage a lot on the podcast because that's not where the work needs to be done that I'm doing the work that needs to be done that I'm doing is for myself and on myself and the marriage benefits from that but he has obviously been behind this every single step of the way he has edited every single fucking one of these episodes and you'll hear us talk about that it's really fucking funny and the dynamics of that within just like our regular life and our marriage household life chores and I mean obviously he's the one that pumps me up every time I get weird (laughs) and like start fucking spiraling and doubting myself in those moments and I really couldn't be more grateful for him for his unending, never wavering support through so many things. And we've actually been together for 20 fucking years, like straight, not on and off, <laughs> like literally 20 whole years. Um, the first six of those were dating. And when I say, I mean, literally like not on and off, like we've threatened breaking up, but we truly never even broke up. We've had rough patches, but I mean, like in it to win it fucking soulmate status shit over here so we've grown so much and I'm very grateful that we haven't grown apart and that we've grown together through the journey and the podcast has really deepened our relationship in so many ways so shout out to him and big thanks to him and that's the episode that is today I think it's really funny one um it's a different glimpse, right? Into the life and to our relationship. And just, it's another layer of me and who I am. And I really enjoy pulling back those layers and being vulnerable because it helps me find myself. And I believe that's the path to empowering other women to create change in their life. I truly believe that. So one last thing before we hop into this episode It is the anniversary, and you guys know that I'm launching my Regal Lipstick, the one-year commemorative liquid lipstick, and my favorite fucking, like, purple lipstick color, and I named it Regal because, and this is so funny how the universe works, right? 
We named it Regal a couple weeks ago. You know, I collaborated with um, Jay Loretta. She's been on the podcast. Real name is Jill. I just can't help but call her Jay Loretta. Um, her real name is Jill. She was on the podcast a couple of episodes ago, and we collaborated on this. And her and I obviously talked about this on the phone and worked together on this to make it the best and easiest smooth transition for her. Because I kind of called her very last minute and was like, hi, friend. Like, I really want to do this with you because I value you. I value what you're doing. And I mean, we both love lipstick. And when you meet another lipstick lover, it's like, you know, you you can't let that relationship go. So we created this color and she was like, well, what do you want to name it? And I was like, oh, this is like my dream come true, right? Like I've jokingly said, I've always wanted to work, not even really joking. I've always wanted to name like nail polishes and like work for somewhere like SE or OPI, right? Because their names are fucking amazing. And I believe that there's so much power and color and the psychology behind color. And I was like, okay, well, I want to be true to myself and like this color, how does it make me feel? And the psychology of the color. And to me, purple is always associated with royalty and this feeling of growth and like expansion because it really is the blending of two other um, primary colors, red and blue, which is really funny that we're speaking that right now, considering all the things that are going on. But anyways, it's the marriage of these two things that are both amazing by themselves, but then they can be even greater and bigger together. And that's where the color purple and it represents this like wisdom and this royalty. And I was like, um, trying to think of like, how do we come to that? And I was like, how do I want people to feel when they put this on? Because this really refre- reflects me to, and the mood I'm trying to capture when I wear this lipstick. And it's really the queen energy. And the queen archetype, when you put that lipstick on, you are the connector, you are the glue, you are the badass, like you can do anything, you are the Beyonce in that moment, like that is the energy you are channeling. And we all need a little bit of that energy, no matter what roles we play in life, no matter what our responsibilities are, no matter what our purpose is, these energies are always appropriate for different pieces of our life. And this is why I love lipstick so much and have so many different colors because each color represents a different energy for me. So that's a little bit of behind the scenes on why we named it that and how you can use that color to channel that. So I know this is like the longest intro ever to an interview podcast, but I just wanted to share a little bit about that with you guys. It will be live on her website, jloretta.com. Obviously, I'll be tagging it in the show notes and on Instagram and Facebook, but it is live on her website, 1111. So mark your calendars, two more days and go get it and support all your favorite small business female entrepreneurs and just know that the energy and the love and the time and the thought that went in this was to serve all of us and to lift us all together because we're all connected and we all crave the same things and for me the biggest thing is really about creating deep connection So ladies, with that said, thank you again so much. And I hope that you really, really enjoy this episode. I will talk to you soon. Hey guys, welcome back to the podcast. So today is a super, super, super special episode. It's the one year anniversary episode. And I have a really special guest today. I took over the studio and I have none other than... Johnny Medina. 
So introduce yourself. <laughs> <laughs> because I said, Johnny Medina, you can't talk. <laughs> you have a lot of editing to do. <laughs> I don't even know what to say right now. Oh, my God. Yeah. No. So hi, guys. I'm Jonathan. <laughs> I am the infamous Katie Allen's husband. And uh, I really don't know what to say right now. So... He, don't look at me. So we have rules, rules of engagement where we're in the same room recording on two different mics and he's not supposed to look at me because all my interviews are over Zoom. So this is weird. Okay. He is the one that edits every single episode of the podcast. How do you not know what to say? Well, this is basically your show. Well, <laughs> well, essentially, I'm used to editing the podcast, not being on the podcast. So it's a little bit of a, of a transition for me. Um, but I think, I think I'll make it. All right. So today I wanted to have him on the podcast for many different reasons. One, obviously he's edited every single episode. So it felt really timely to have him on to celebrate one whole year so that him and I could hash out like all the things that have happened in this year, all the ways that we've changed and all the ways that we've grown. And obviously the podcast details really closely, like my personal self-development journey, I know I talk about him a little bit, but we never really get into things like my kids or my marriage. It's mostly just about me because that's what I wanted it to be about. So just thought it'd be a really cool for me to interview him and just ask him some questions and to just kind of get a different perspective. And I just want to know what it's like to be sitting on that side. Editing a show of your spouse, someone that you feel like you know so well, but then everything that I'm uncovering and learning on myself is shit I don't know about myself so what does that feel like for you every time when I come in and I'm like edit this episode do you feel like <laughs> you're learning a lot about me um yeah you know what I actually do feel like I learn a lot about you through the podcast um it's weird it's like there are things that husband and wives they they talk about and so I know you inside and out I've been with you for 20 years and we've had this relationship that I consider one of the best relationships you can have, especially 20 years in, you know, we still have a lot of chemistry and a lot of trust and, and confidence in each other. But hearing your own thoughts on the podcast kind of gives me a deeper view into things that um, sometimes you actually don't bring up to me or you don't speak to me about. And um, it, it seems like it's sort of a, a vessel for your deepest feelings, your deepest thoughts and beliefs to um, kind of travel through and, and reach your audience through. And, and that's why I like to um, edit your podcast, because I get to listen to it. I get to learn more about you, which is something I, I didn't think I'd ever be able to do. You know, <laughs> I mean, you know, at some point you hit the point where you're like, OK, I know this person inside and out. If you say anything new, it's going to completely surprise me. Right. Well, yeah. that kind of happens every time I listen to a new podcast. Um, so it makes the experience, one, interesting, and two, I just enjoy doing um, editing and audio work because um, I don't know if your audience knows it about me or not, but you know I'm an independent recording artist. Um, I'm a producer, and, and I'm kind of a, um, I'm kind of like a, a, a personal enthusiast of all things audio. Um, especially editing audio, timing, um, placement, um, for instance, doing your intros and outros, um, many people may not notice or 
maybe they wouldn't even care. But for me, timing your your voice, timing your audio with the with the beat that's in the background, doing those little things for me, they kind of make me tick. That's what I enjoy doing. So um, I get to do a little bit of both learning and a little bit of what I enjoy while editing your podcast. So I, I really like it. Oh, so there's a whole lot there. So it's funny that you say you learn things about me that you didn't know about me because I feel like that about myself every time. I'm like, who the fuck is that <laughs> right. even talking? And that's why I stopped kind of listening to my episodes after I recorded them. Well, sometimes I do both. Sometimes I stop because I'm like, oh, I don't even know that person. And sometimes I listen to them because I'm like, that bitch is badass and uh, right. I want to be her. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> who is that? Right. But... um. I think that's really cool, and I mean, everything you were saying about editing and like that's your passion, I think it's really funny, and I've talked about this a little bit a long time ago when I first started, is that as long as we've been together this whole time, he's always had music equipment, has had a studio, high-end recording equipment, all these things, and I had wanted to start a podcast for a long time, and I just never, well, I never really admitted it to myself, so I definitely wasn't admitting it to anybody else. But it was like when I told people finally that I was going to do it. And then I told people that I had a whole fucking recording studio in my house. They were like, what the fuck is your problem? How come you haven't done it yet? But when I came to you and I said, I think I want to start a podcast. What was your first reaction? Uh, First reaction? I don't know. I don't even think I remember. I know I thought, well, um, you have the equipment. (laughs) That's for sure. Um. I think at first when you told me you wanted to start a podcast, um, I don't know if I took it as serious or not because you had never done it before. And at the time, I didn't know it was an aspiration of yours. Um, And then when you really started making plans for it, um, of course, it became exciting to me because, again, recording of any type is, is really fun for me. We have a studio. I was in the middle of building this studio and kind of taking it to the level it's at now. Um... And I think we've spent thousands of dollars on this studio, unfortunately. <laughs> Speaking unfortunately. For, for for you, money coming out of out of our our, our budget. But um, yeah, you know, when you first when you first really started getting into it, I got really excited because I knew it was something that you were um, becoming very passionate about. And then when you recorded your first episode, it was so natural, and that's when I thought, man, okay, maybe she has something, you know. Um, maybe this is something that she should be doing. You felt like it was natural? I did. I felt like you had a, a, just a natural knack at it. Um, which for me, you know, when I first got back into recording after like a seven year break, I didn't feel natural at all. I felt horrible. I thought it was the worst thing I have ever heard in my life. So, you know, I go back and I listen to that one song I recorded and I go, gosh, if I would have quit then, you know, I would have never gotten to where I am now where I just enjoy making music. Right. And that's what you want. You want to enjoy it. You want it to be um, um, an outlet, a way that you kind of get out your feelings and, and, and push out all of the things that are on your chest and and find other people that can identify with your feelings. That's the best part, right? Yeah. So it's funny that you said I'm natural because maybe you don't remember the day. So <laughs> my very first episode, I kicked you out of the house. I made you take the kids grocery shopping because that's the one thing yeah, that I, I knew that. Yep. would keep you guys occupied for a long time. Because hot tip, grocery shopping's not his best um, thing. <laughs> His biggest talent. Um, so I knew I just bought myself like three or four hours and it was so hard. I didn't know what to talk about. I didn't know what I wanted to talk about, but I could not get it to come out of my mouth. 
And it was a scare, one of the scariest things I'd ever, ever done. And I know it took you forever to edit that episode down. It was like, I don't know, maybe an hour's worth of me just rambling right. to edit it down to even make a decent episode. And now it's just number one. And it, I remember when people were like, it doesn't matter, just record it. And right. then like one day That's you'll it. look back and you'll laugh. But in that moment, that was the best I could be. And it felt so fucking shitty to not be good. <laughs> right. <laughs> Yeah. Well, I know that feeling, and that's kind of why I can I, I I was able to look at the first episode and not really judge it based on perfection. Another thing that's really cool with podcast is is with you, it's more conversational, right? Because yeah. you're you're technically having a conversation with your audience. I think that's really cool. With music, you can do that, and you can kind of tell a story more so than have a conversation in most cases. But um, in music, things have to be more more perfect you know to kind of fit into the perceived normality of of the product right but in podcasts you're having a conversation and conversations have ums ahs pauses um you know aha moments laughs and and they they, they're supposed to be normal and they're supposed to be fun and so when i was listening to your first podcast and kind of going through and editing things uh, yeah of course there were more edits on that one than on say episode 80 something right (laughs) <laughs> but I did think that it was very well done. Um, the audio quality was was great for the first podcast you had done ever. Um, I felt like your your mouth to mic placement was was pretty <laughs> Nobody good. Nobody cares about that. <laughs> okay. This, this is. <laughs> Nobody cares about that. All right. So he's totally shit the bed on the interview <laughs> now. So, so I thought it was great. I thought it was cool. And most of all, I was just really happy you're doing something that you kind of expired, aspired to do and were taking charge, right? Yeah. You're setting out to do something new, something that um, I think was a little bit intimidating for you starting oh, out. Oh, good night. Yes. Right? And, but, but instead of being scared and backing down, you just jumped for it. You went for it. And I was all, I was all for it. I was all, I was there. I wanted to be a part of it. And, um. I'm just really, really thankful that we've turned it into what it is now and uh, that we still work together on it. I know. I can't believe it's been a year. So it's funny because the anniversary date is 11-11 and we have picked that because, I, I mean, you guys know it's not a secret that 11 is my favorite number. It's my birthday. K is 11th letter of the alphabet. Then I got him roped into the whole 11-11 thing and like we started it and we kept saying like, oh, it's popping up everywhere. We keep seeing it. We keep hearing it. People um, like in front of you at work ordering right. lunch and yeah. the guy's um, total for his bill was 11-11. <clears throat> But there's this another side piece to it that I completely forget about all the time is you, Johnny Medina, had already had an album set up, recorded to release on 11-11. Oh, that's right. Yeah. And he right. was like, well, why don't you launch your podcast on the same day? And I was like, I don't want to take your day. And it was like pushing it because I had only just really decided I wanted to do a podcast on right. 9-11, which is yeah. kind of weird. It just happened to be the day. And then we just like did it and we went with it. And that day... Like, I don't, I know that everybody loved the album and I know the album was great, but I literally <laughs> can't even remember. Like the other day, I was like, I don't even remember the name of the album. Cause all I cared about was that I had launched a podcast and it was like the coolest thing that I'd done in a long time. So it's funny when I think back to that day, like we actually shared that day, but I took it over. Yeah, that was, that was actually really cool. I never, I never saw it as you taking the day over. Um, the, the reason I wanted you to share the day with me is 
because we share everything as it is already. Um, and we, we kind of just, we're on the same playing field when it came to, um, kind of like that astrological spiritual journey that we're on and the being in the right place at the right time, the 11, 11 effect. Um, and like you said, I was seeing 11s everywhere. I was working out and, um, we had just gotten a new gym in our building and our our equipment still had numbers on them for the spaces in the gym they were going, going to go in. And you text me and you said, hey, it's 1111 in the morning. And I'm looking straight up and number 11, the unit that I was working on <laughs> was number 11. I mean, you know, a few days later, I'm in line uh, behind somebody just grabbing breakfast in our cafeteria and, and the girl in front of me, her food came to exactly $11 and 11 cents. I mean, just yeah. things like that happened nonstop that, that whole season. Um, and it just gave me, <clears throat> it just kind of gave me a lot of confidence that we were doing the right things for the right reasons. Um, and that, that for me, that feels good. You know, um, it, it helped me just move forward with, not thinking that you were taking my shine away from me <laughs> when, when I had my third album coming out on eleven eleven, and you <laughs> jumped on it. That was I thought it was awesome. I thought it was really great. Yeah. So it's funny when you think back to that time. It's November of last year, and I just remember thinking, and I can't remember why now. Everybody was so excited <laughs> for twenty twenty, and everybody was like, "Oh my god, twenty twenty oh is gonna be the year." And I can't remember what sucked so bad about twenty nineteen that everybody wanted twenty twenty to come. But it was like, so you know, we started all these things, we had all these big ideas, and then here we are, twenty twenty, and it's been a whole hell of a ride. And I thank God I have a podcast, and I don't know what I would be doing with myself if I didn't have a place to talk. But what do you think has been the hardest part about the mm. podcast? I have a couple oh, of boy. examples, but I'd like to hear yours. <laughs> oh, you want to hear mine? The hardest part of the podcast. Um, let's see. Uh, the hardest part is, I would say the hardest part of the podcast is trying to juggle the responsibility of managing and editing the podcast with you and juggling my own side business with my music. That's the hardest part, just time management. Um, I don't think it's a secret. You're better at time management than I am. <laughs> and grocery shopping. <laughs> and grocery shopping, too. <laughs> Check, asshole. But, uh, <laughs> but <laughs> Good thing I cuss on my podcast. <laughs> yeah, right. But, you know, I think just managing the time and trying to figure out how to fit your podcast into my schedule because I'm working full time uh, as an engineer and then I, and then I am um, doing music and creating songs I'm, I'm producing as a side business. Um, I'm creating um, drum kits for other producers as another part of the side business. And I have a lot. I mean, my plate is seven days, seven days long every week, right? So that's the hardest part. But I mean, that was the hardest part in the beginning. Now I feel like I have a good grip on things. Um, if you send me a podcast, I just try to get it done within 48 hours and just knock it out. And that way it's done for you and, and, and we're good to go. But what, so what were you thinking? I'm sure you have a lot more to say about this. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, um, I don't think there's a hard part except for maybe when I roll in on Sundays and say, I just recorded an episode and I need it by tomorrow. Oh, shit. Oh. <laughs> and you don't feel like doing it. <laughs> well, you know, I wasn't going to bring that up, but. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, well, so for, for you guys that think that Katie is really, really great at time management, like she says she is, right? Yeah. So she, we had come up with a plan and I said, listen, 
if you want to drop a podcast on Mondays, right? I'm cool with that. Just make sure that you get me your podcast on Saturday morning. So I have the weekend to, to figure out when I'm going to do it and get it done. And she, for several months in a row, habitually, <laughs> and I mean habitually, made a, made a, uh, made a point almost to, to drop the podcast in my lap on Sunday night. Not night. I usually get it done by like two. <laughs> well, when your kids are driving you crazy in a quarantine and you've been day drinking, two is kind of nighttime, right? I mean... <laughs> And this is why we do Sober October. Yeah. <laughs> so we can get the podcast done on time. Yeah, right. I know, but I, the problem I had with it is, well, A, life has been hard for me, and that's what I talk about all the time, but I wanted it to be authentic, and I wanted it to be real. Yeah. And yeah. when the quarantine hit, it was like, fuck, if I would have recorded this episode two weeks ago or a month ago, it wouldn't even make sense. And then the world was changing so fast and the things that were happening were changing so fast and then my emotions were changing so fast. And that was the one thing that I really wanted to bring. I feel like when people say, like, well, what are your gifts? Or like you were saying earlier, like, oh, you're natural. Because right. I can't, I can riff, right? And I can talk and I can show up all day long, but like I couldn't just like have a script and just like follow a script or I can't make it a machine. Right, yeah. Because I just, it, I just move in emotion so much. And I know that's hard, but, and I'm that's why I have this because I'm trying to create a container for it and not right. just exist yeah. in emotion all the time. Right. But that's why I have to show up on Sundays. But... Also, for the last couple of weeks, I've done it on Fridays. You have. so, And then he waits till Sunday. <laughs> well. So now that's his fault, not mine. <laughs> Trading places. Um, yeah, no, that makes sense to me. I mean, you know, you have to make sure that you are in the moment when you're creating um, any extension of yourself and putting it in a digital format, right? You, you want to give people the real you. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like, <clears throat> why go scripted and make things sound fake when you don't have to? Yes. Right. I mean, you can manage your own time. You can decide when you want to do things. Luckily, you have such a great husband that he'll just watch the kids while you do whatever the fuck you want all weekend. Okay. Right. What? What? This so, is why I don't talk about you on the podcast. Oh, is it really? <laughs> <laughs> so, but yeah, no, I think it's a great thing. I, I don't. I don't care if you if you want to get me the podcast at the last minute and you really need it done. Um, I just I'll, I'll give you crap about it, but I hope you know. Ultimately, uh, no matter what it is, of course. By all means, I'll do anything it takes to to help you out and and help you do the things that you want to do, um, and get your podcast out on time. Thank you, I appreciate that. Yeah. So now I have a, another question for you. Mm-hmm. It might be kind of hard. Oh, so boy. you've edited all these podcasts, and I talk about all this amazing stuff mm-hmm. on the podcast. What do you think is like the one thing that I've shared, like mindset shift or whatever? that you felt like maybe resonated with you or that you felt like you would use or change the way you thought about something? Oh, I know exactly which one it was. Um, um, just being appreciative of what you have and not feeling like it's not enough. Mm-hmm. That That's it. Like that just hits home for me because I often just judge myself. Um, I think a lot of people do that. And then nobody talks about it. It's kind of like an anti-communication culture, right? Where we don't talk about the things that really get under our skin and the things that are actually most common to other people. I know. These are the feelings that we all feel. We're people. We're human, right? So for me, just feeling like it's not enough. I often feel like, oh, if I do X, Y, Z, it's not enough. If I'm I'm, um, trying to, you know, not 
lose my temper with my children, right? And not um, ever yell at them unless it's actually sorely needed, right? You know, I've, I can go months on end doing great and, and I let myself down one time and I'm beating myself up and mm-hmm. I just feel like every time I make a mistake, I go back to a state of, oh, I'm not doing good enough. But you, you know, you kind of help me realize that you have some of these feelings too. Maybe they're about different subjects, but that's not what really matters. What matters is we all are in the same boat. Um, and at the end of the day, we should come together and kind of row together towards uh, towards a better a better situation, a better mindset that will keep us all happier. Because um, that's what really matters is just being happy, mm-hmm. right? I think happiness is the one thing that we would all choose even over money. Uh, we, we, I don't want money. I want, I want to be happy, right? So happiness starts inside. Yeah. Right? But that's a good segue to my next question. Okay. Let's see if I can blow your mind oh, some more. Here we go. <laughs> so <laughs> along the way, so the podcast really started with this need for me to create some self-awareness and go on the self-development journey because everything I had done up to this point felt, or in the most recent years, felt like I was doing it for somebody else, right? Like my career, kids, whatever that looked like. Right. So I would say one of the biggest things for me, well, I've learned a fuck ton about myself (laughs) over the last year, but I think one of the other really big things that's happened to me, and I've started to shift on the podcast, is my growth, like my spiritual growth, Mm -hmm. Yeah. and into that, and really trying to discover what feels true to me, what feels good to me, ultimately what makes me happy, right? Right. So out of that, and I'm just starting to touch on this on the podcast, so you actually do know more about that journey for me than most of the people here. What are your thoughts on that? Just like in general, what do you think are some of the things that I've been doing that I show up on the podcast about that are cool? What are some of the things that you think I do behind the scenes that I should talk more about the podcast? Behind the scenes that you should talk more about and things that you talk on the podcast about that you do. Yeah. In person. Boy. I mean, um, what are your feelings just about my spirituality journey in general? Well, I think it's, it's frankly, I think it's really fucking cool because um, we're on the same journey, I feel. And for me, it's it's really neat to experience you and see you grow as a person and to see you just kind of travel down your own path. Um, I, I really love the, 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 that kind of astrological moon cycle, the accepting who you are and the um, kind of celebration of, you know, your core being. Like you were speaking at one point about, um, I don't know if you're speaking in the podcast or if it was speaking to me about it or a combination of both, but just about females and how they feel and how society makes females Mm -hmm. feel about having a period. And it's like, you're talking about the cycle of life, like the literal cycle of life. And and we make it along with a lot of other things that shouldn't be taboo. We make it kind of taboo, kind of, eh, maybe we shouldn't talk about that. Right. Um, And you've kind of stepped in and helped other women feel that it's not, uh, disgusting or, or nasty. It's not a bad thing. It's just a part of life. It's a part of the, the entire experience of being a woman. And being a woman is a powerful thing. I mean, you hold and carry and house and give birth to humans, which is fucking cool, <laughs> right? <laughs> Pretty uh, amazing. I, one of the neat things in life is that as an adult, you get the, the privilege, some of us um, get the privilege to create people. And I don't think that pieces, units, or, or, or sub 
categories of the whole process of creating people should ever be shamed or made out to be um, viewed as disgusting or nasty. And that includes especially the female body, uh, which, of course, yours I really love. And, um, <laughs> and we're going left again. <laughs> but no, to keep it serious, I mean, I thought that was really cool because, you know, you said that you've, you've had people reach out to you and say, thanks, I, I needed to hear that. And um, I'm thinking to myself, man, it's I think it's so fucking cool. It's just so neat that you're doing all of these things and you're taking um, a stand for what you believe in. And one thing I, I tell you all the time is no matter what we do in life, we have to stay organic to ourselves, which means be your true self and be the very best you that you can be. And I feel like you're doing that right now. Um, and I feel like it is empowering not only other people, but me and our children to do the same. And that's really important. Um, and it's really impressive. So good job. <laughs> Thanks. I was hoping you were going to say that about being organic to yourself. And then that kind of leads me to another piece of the spirituality journey is that the trusting yourself and believing that you hold power in yourself mm -hmm. and that there's not another person or that you're disconnected from another being that's powerful than you and that you also exude your own power. And you believe that as well, right? Uh, well, absolutely. Can you talk about that for a minute? About holding power? Yeah, No, just about a lot of people don't believe that. A lot of people well, believe that power exists outside of themselves. Yeah, you know, I think... And I know you're a firm believer that it doesn't. Yeah, it's a big misconception. Um, and how much do you want me to talk on this? Because, you know, I can, I can let it go. I can rant. Just keep it, so, you, know, you know, listen to the podcast, okay? So keep it on <laughs> that level. It is. It's a big misconception. I think people hold so much power that they don't realize they hold. And, and I think that we have um, abilities and powers that we, we have yet to unlock uh, on the grand scale. But I think one of the biggest powers that we have is just forging our own way. The power of um, determining our own fate. Through, one, belief in yourself. Um, two, channeling positive energy, which I'm a huge fan of. Um, and energy is a funny thing because, as we know, energy can shift between two people. Mm. And it happens to us all the time. Or I'll be in you know, a really, really nasty mood or a shit mood. And you'll come down and I'll pass it off to you. And I'll, oh, shit, geez, look at that. I feel better. <laughs> now you're looking at me like I have two heads. I'm like, man. <laughs> What just happened there? I'm going to rip them both off. Yeah, 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 pretty much, right. And I'm like, okay, I know how this goes. But, yeah, pe people, um, I think ultimately human beings are, are extremely powerful. Um, I just think that it's our job as adults who are realizing this to start teaching our kids this. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, my parents didn't tell me things like you have the power to change much more than, like, my career you know, what, what I want to do in life, things like that. Um, I, I think it's bigger than that. I think I have the power to change the world. If I set out to change the world, mm -hmm. I know I can do it. I, I can influence people in a positive way that will impact this world. And, and, and I plan to with you yeah. to do so. Uh, what, what do you think? Well, I think when you just said like, oh, like I remember being little and people say, oh, you can be anything you want to be, but pick it right now and keep it for the rest of your fucking right. life. Yeah. And here we are with me in this really weird transitional phase of 
not having a job, you know, in this phase of launching a business and really trying to go after some dreams. And it's scary as fuck because I feel like outside of you and a couple other key people that no one can really stand behind that and support that because they don't get it because it's not this what they would think is the safest right thing to do. Right. And that's why I feel like you really have to believe like the power of yourself, right? Like why do I why does my success have to be put on someone else's hands. I can create it myself, and that's what I'm trying to do right now. But in everyone else's eyes, they feel like my success is sitting in some company and some other building and some other CEO's vision, and that's where I'll find my success instead of finding it in myself. Right. And that's kind of one of the things that I go back to with the spirituality and why I really am digging it right now is that it's really about reclaiming your own power. And knowing that you have the power to just do anything. And like, even if it doesn't exist, it doesn't mean that you can't dream it up, right? Like cell phones didn't exist before cell phones, right? Right. When we were kids, like all the things that didn't exist that exist now that somebody, you know, dreamt up and made happen. And I just feel like in society, only a few, such a small percentage of people believe that. And I just can't wait until it's like mainstream. Yeah. And I think one of the problems is a lot of people get into the habit of believing that um, other people or even an organization holds the power. Yes, for sure. Um, versus them holding the power. And yeah, that, that that's a thing that I think comes with growth. You know, the older you get, you, you learn. Some people don't, unfortunately, and, and some people do. Um, but you're right. I mean, you have the power to... to decide and do what you want and create whatever it is that you want. You just have to go out there and get it. And you have to have the drive and the understanding and confidence in yourself. One, you have to have the understanding in yourself to know what it is that you actually want, right? Because you you have to know yourself. If you really want to be successful at finding happiness, you need to know yourself. Take a deep look at yourself. Understand, one, what are, what are my flaws? How am I going to improve those flaws? Mm-hmm. What are my strengths, right? So I can capitalize on them. Do I really need to try to get better at X, Y, Z? Oh, okay. Yeah. If I'm already so great at this one thing, you know, why not exercise your strengths instead of worrying about your flaws? In today's society, we've gotten a bad habit of, of worrying about our own flaws. And that in itself subconsciously allows us to give the power mm-hmm. of our future to other people, our bosses, the companies we work for. Um, people we look up to that we think look prettier than us or mm. better than us, you know, things like that. It, it's a scary cycle, um, but it's one that we can break again by being the adults that have realized this, have come to um, the point where we've had children and can now start teaching the youth that, no, you, you actually can do better than what um, we did when we were coming up. You can live without doubt. You can live with uh, the belief that you can be anything and it's not up to another person to allow you to be that thing. Yeah. I don't know why we do that. Cause like what you were saying about like every job review I ever had was always like, you're so fucking amazing. And like, you're so good. But if you could just learn how to make pivot tables in a spreadsheet, I don't want to know. Guess what? I'm not, I'm not your pivot table guy. Right. I don't want to be that guy. No, put me in front of a room and I can talk to people and I can lead people. That's a fucking skill. Yeah. Like, why do I also have to know how to fucking crunch numbers and create a pie chart? I don't want to know. I mean, I know how to make a pie chart, but I don't know. I don't want to crunch numbers all day. Like, but I'm smart enough to know that that's not my strength and that I can partner with, someone who can there, there it is right 
That's exactly it. Yeah. So that's the part I really, really like about spirituality. Why I've really, really been digging it on this self-development journey is, well, for one, it takes a lot of strength to look at yourself and say, what the fuck's wrong with me and not blame other people and to hold the blame. So if I got to hold the blame for everything about myself and appreciate everything about myself and have compassion for myself, then I also have to recognize that I'm fucking powerful and that I... Own some of this magic myself and not give it all away. If I get to hold all these other pieces, well, I get to hold that piece too. Yeah, right. And Absolutely. that's the one thing that I really love, and that's why I'm so excited to talk more about that on the podcast. And I did a couple episodes <clears throat> recently. Well, it keeps creeping in, right? Because that's really just me. And I was talking to somebody in messages, and they were like, <clears throat> I'm so glad that you did. It was an episode I did with Chelsea on her mm-hmm. podcast where we talked about all the woo woo things. Right. And someone said, I'm so glad you talked about that and like using tarot cards because I identify as a Christian and have a really hard time. And I was like, why does it have to have a label on it? And if it just makes you happy, like the reason I like tarot cards is because I feel like that's my energy. Like it's my energy Mm -hmm. telling me, drawing me to a card or whatever. It's just mirroring back to me either words of affirmation that I need that day or to the point like, bitch, get your shit together. (laughs) Right. And we all need that every 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 now and then. Like sometimes I need you to tell me that I'm awesome. Like the card I got this morning. Right. And then sometimes I need you to say, like, let that shit go. Death is death for a reason. And it's time to move on to the next thing. Right. So that was a lot. Anything else about the podcast? I mean, it's been a whole year. A lot has happened. You know what? I mean, I'd like to ask you, what um what are you looking forward to? It's been a year. What are you looking forward to in the next year? And what do you hope to accomplish with your podcast uh, by this time next year? Shit. Now you're asking me a hard question. Yeah, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I definitely want to continue down this journey of self-empowerment and on, a, on that spiritual level. And knowing that you have so much power and magic inside of you that's accessible. And I want to make that mainstream. And I really want to lean into coupling that with your female cycle and making that mainstream. Like one of my proudest weird moments was earlier this week, or maybe it was last week when Chloe, who comes on the podcast sometimes, our daughter was at the dinner table (laughs) and she said, mom's been bleeding for four days, but it's really light today. So she's going to be fine soon. (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, this is so normal though. And it's so true. And like, how come people just don't talk like that? Like, fuck, I wish that someone was talking to me like that before I came home one day. I was like, what the fuck did I shit my pants? Oh no, I started my period. Like, why is that my go-to? Like, why? So, like, I just think this shit should be mainstream because it's just real life. And like you said, it's just natural. It's just natural. So I'm super excited to, like, bust open that because I think another one of my gifts Mm -hmm. is talking about things that people aren't comfortable talking about. And, like, you know, pushing the envelope and doing things that a lot of people aren't comfortable doing and talking about. And I think the more people that do it and talk about it, the more mainstream it can be. And then, so like, already our daughter has a completely different experience. So then right. hopefully her kids will. And then our son also is living this experience. So when <laughs> he gets married or has a serious girlfriend, their interactions will be different. And he can support her and have a completely different point of view on women and all of that. So I guess that's where I want it to go. Nice. Nice. Are you um, looking forward to working with me for the next year? 
Yeah. Yeah. Is that a trick question? What what would you like if you could have... um, I'm interviewing you, dude. (laughs) No, go ahead. (laughs) Yeah. Well, you know, I'm just curious. So if if moving forward throughout the next year, if you could have me add in, um, say, any responsibilities, any input, anything, you know, to help you grow to your next level um, with your podcast, your business, et cetera. What what would you um, what would you like me to help out with? Like, what are things that I could do better or could add to the mix to kind of give give this whole thing? Mm, I don't know. I think the one thing that we've tried to do lately is when I tell you about a feeling I'm having, kind of in the moment or within around that time, instead of holding it in mm-hmm. and really using you as a sounding board instead of keeping things from you. Or thinking that you won't understand or thinking sometimes in my head, I think what I already think in my head, I think I already know what you're going to say or how you're going to react or what you're going to do. Right. So my goal is to continue to deepen that relationship. And then, of course, as I go on a business journey, you've been there, you've done that. So I think you can help keep me grounded because you won't be as emotionally close to it as I will be because Mm -hmm. it's a really, really, really big step for me right because i've been so corporately trained for so many years and like to step out and do different things by myself i would need somebody to keep me grounded yeah that's what i need is for you to keep me grounded keep you grounded that's it all that comes back to (laughs) keep me grounded i think i can manage that so before we wrap up what are your parting wise words my parting wise words to your audience would be um, again, no matter who you are, there's only one you mm. and there's only one, um, there's only one reason you should be doing anything in life. And that reason should be because it's organic to you, to who you are. That's really good. Well, thank you so much for being on the show today. Thank you. And if anyone needs some hot ass music or some dope ass beats, <laughs> oh my God. you can follow this one over at Johnny Medina on Instagram. And that's the man behind the scenes of my podcast and my whole life. <laughs> thank you. It's been awesome. Thank you for having me. Thank you.